<laughs> Here we go. Hello everyone, welcome back to this episode and this is all about identity and boundaries. Just a quick reminder that all these views are my own personal views. This is just to open up a discussion on your own life or just simply to listen to. Identities and boundaries, I will quickly let you know what I mean when I speak of this topic. I am referring to your self-identity, which could mean, but is not limited to, the qualities, beliefs, personality, looks and or expressions that make a personal group. Also, boundaries can be defined as limits we set with other people, which indicate what we find acceptable and unacceptable in their behaviour towards us. Emotional worth and boundaries means that you're entitled to your own feelings to a given situation, as are others. So, now we've cleared that all up, let's dive right in. I want to talk about this topic because I believe that everyone should learn about boundaries and identities in a healthy manner. I unfortunately did not get this opportunity, so I wish to help others as much as possible by speaking of my own experiences. Let's start off with identity. I am a cis woman that is white, but I am also bisexual and polyamorous. My spiritual beliefs would come under as pagan. To be more specific, I follow the Celtic path. I do practice other practices as my household is a Celtic Nordic mixed spiritual household. So that is what I identify as. I might touch on certain aspects of myself in future episodes, but when I'm describing myself, this is the general sum up of who I am. Bisexual, pagan, polyamorous, woman who is also fat. Personally, I don't class being called fat as a slur or an insult, but each their own. I have struggled with a lot of myself as I grew up, like most other people, but for me, I found it was really hard because I tried to please others a lot and in doing so, I tried to make myself into what the people around me wanted. I didn't have a great start to life and when I was going through a lot of changes as a child or teenager, I became a very angry person and lashed out. I think I figured out some things, but obviously I think you should always remember throughout life you're going to constantly change or find out new things about you, so please don't fret there's always time to grow. So take you back to at least 10 years ago. So 17 year old me found out that she was pregnant and was understandably scared. I didn't do well in school, I was homeless and I also have to admit, I was not hanging around with a lot of people that I would surround myself with today. I did and still have people from back then who are fantastic people, but the ratio was favouring the wrong type, and I use that in quotations, the wrong type of people. So I got into a relationship and had my oldest. I had no ambitions, I was, I also took a really bad turn with mental health and didn't know what to do. I also had another problem, and that was I still didn't know anything about myself. I didn't have a favourite colour or food or subject I did at school. I didn't know anything about myself. This was due to me shifting myself so much to suit everyone around me. I wore so many masks and I didn't do it for any ill intentions. I just simply didn't know how to socialise and I was never given the tools to socialise to begin with. So that relationship was not the best. As I grew, I realised the person I was with had some behaviours, let's say, I did not like or want to accept. I also need to state, I have made mistakes in my life. I also had some toxic behaviours that developed due to my upbringing that I have seen to and received help with since then to do some self-improvement and I'm still working on to them this day. Mental health is really important and you can't just do it overnight. So going back to the relationship, I however did not separate from that person and chose to stay. Even though at the time I felt like there was reasons that I could not leave and I was trapped there, it was still my choice to stay. So I stayed in an unhappy relationship for a very long time. I also had another child at 18 years old 
So even though I was incredibly unhappy, I felt as though I was nothing without them due to the things that they would say to me. They would knock down my self-confidence, my self-worth. I also met my husband all those years ago. He was having similar troubles to mine with identity, but I finally found myself losing my own self in this relationship because I was really just told that my job was to be a stay-at-home wife. I wasn't married at the time, it was just a phrase, and to keep my head down. I complied because I didn't know my own worth or identity and now looking back at myself if I could have just hugged past me and told them that everything was going to end up okay or a lot better than what's happening right at that moment I could and I really wish I would. Now fast forward I ended the relationship and got really involved with my now husband. Before we got to the serious level we are we started off as friends with benefit style relationship I then felt things grow with our connections and our emotions, so did he, and then we kind of stumbled into a relationship and had a child. So I now have three children. Also it's a joke that we make to each other regarding our relationship, how we just stumbled into a relationship with each other. I was still finding myself and at the point where things changed was when I hit about 21. I felt like I was empty and needed fulfilment, I was lacking in confidence and self-worth, but I was getting better. I was getting better. A few years after that, me and my husband, who wasn't my husband at the time, had to part ways due to some complicated personal reasons. I then had to relocate and found myself for the first time since I was 16 by myself. I was still without my own identity, income, goals or ambitions. I had to discover myself under such a stressful situation. I also realised when I was sitting up at night by myself, think of all the things that led up to that moment, were really not right. What happened to me was not okay and I had a right to feel the way I did about it. I let people walk all over me, pull and push me around. I thought my only goal in life was at the time to raise kids, get a job at the local shops. Now I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that kind of job, I'm just saying for me it felt like that that was the only thing I was good at, that was the only thing that, that was even a high benchmark for me. My two beautiful partners, who I'm still with, rescued me and helped me a lot with what was happening at the time. And also shake some sense into me. My female partner told me I was going back to college. She told me that I was very intelligent and how I was taught in school was just not right for me. Later on in life, I found out that there's different styles of learning and people learn in different ways. Unfortunately, I didn't know that in secondary school or primary school, but again, I'm glad I know it now. I like to put a little disclaimer as well, saying that she's always right, and in my eyes, she's a beautiful goddess. So, back to the story. I chose a course that was next available to start. I just wanted to tie myself over, because I was thinking, oh great, like, you know, I just need to pick a course and everybody will stop nagging at me. I don't really know if I'll be able to do it. And also, with the qualifications I've got, which is very poor qualifications at the time, nobody's going to let me into college. So I picked my NQ TV and radio broadcasting course. I remember not bothering with looking out for emails or anything because I thought with my qualifications, I would never even get picked. I was gladly wrong. I was interviewed and got into college and the rest is now history. I am currently doing my final year of college. I was now open to this new world. I was terrified, but excited. So now I have to go to college and I was discovering that I really enjoy broadcasting. And I have to admit, I can be a bit of a workaholic. I love to work and be productive, what can I say? I also discovered that I can be a mammy, but not only be a mammy. I realised that 
it's not wrong to be more than just a martyr of motherhood in my case. I also realise that I'm going to teach my kids if you become a parent, you do not need to feel guilty to be your own self away from parenting. Of course, you put your kids first and prioritise them and make sure that their needs are fulfilled. It's healthy, in fact, to teach your kids, in my opinion, to show your children you aren't just a parental figure. Teach them adults can make mistakes but also own those mistakes and they have their own hobbies and preferences and a life away from just being mum or dad or whatever. Any type of parenting role. I also discovered more hobbies of my own, my own food preferences and developed some more skills. One of my newest hobbies is cooking and baking. I even nailed my bread recipe. That's such a good one. I love making bread now. Now from moving suddenly to now, I changed my name. I hated my dead name. Now this phrase is mostly common in the trans community, but I also changed my name, so I'm going to use the phrase dead name because I had so much negative, ugly attachments to that name. And I'm going to refer it to as that name. I still face some challenges when it comes to that name or even my name that I currently use right now. And I still have people just dead naming me, left, right and centre. Because they're either too used to calling me that or they don't like it or they feel, feel weird or they think it's a silly name. Now I get and I really do understand it can be hard to get used to and people do misname. The only time I have a problem with people misnaming me is when they simply do not care or try to correct themselves when it comes to my name and allow anyone or themselves to taunt me over my name. I have people I know in my life who will laugh when I correct them. For example, they will be talking to me and dead name me. I will correct them. Then they will laugh saying, I can't get used to it. It's not important. Why are you so sensitive? It's just a name. Or my personal favorite, you can't take life so serious. The amount of hurt and anxiety I feel when my dead name is used, for me, it's like taking a knife to me. The amount of trauma attached to that name made me feel like I needed to change my name and I did do that. Now, as I was finding my identity, I also found the courage to set my boundaries. I'm also better now at asserting my boundaries, plus making sure that people know the consequences of breaking those boundaries. I felt extreme anxiety in the past for losing people around me if I said the word no. I now can draw those lines a bit easier. I still have lots to work on regarding boundaries, but I have now got my core beliefs and boundaries. I hate when people, especially people who are supposed to be relations of mine, would make unnecessary comments regarding my relationships. I stated in the beginning I am polyamorous. To define what that means, polyamory is a relationship style that involves the practice of engaging in romantic and or sexual relationships because you don't need both with the consent of all the people involved. Now people that I know, not all, only a few that are supposed to be close to me will ask me things like, do you all share a bed, do you all have sex with each other? Before I would have just have a habit of nervously laughing it off and being sarcastic because I was extremely uncomfortable. Don't know about anybody but personally I don't want people asking me about my sex life. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I shouldn't have done that and I soon realised I should have just shut it down. I was then asked if we all go out with each other again and how 
you can trust them because they're probably sleeping around and they'll give me diseases and how can I share my body like that? People had respect for me, they don't obviously love me because if they love me then they'd be really upset with me sharing myself. Firstly I want to state that I'm not sharing anything with anybody. I am consenting to have a fulfilling, meaningful relationship with people regardless of what type it is. My body is not a possession, it is myself and I control it and I choose what to do with it. I found myself growing very angry with them making these comments. Why does my relationship status mean that you get to disrespect me and my partners? Regardless if my relationship is sexual, you do not have the right to question me. I get my relationship is not for everyone and I respect that, but no one has the right to badger me or talk about my relationships like they are meaningless. I would also have comments about what I think regarding social subjects, which everyone is entitled to their own opinions, but what you are not allowed to do is put me down or make me feel worthless due to my safe, consensual adult choices in my life. I also want to state no one is entitled to your time, space, emotions or perspective. No one is owed anything by you, but it's also the same for you. No one owes you anything. I believe no one should have to compromise on their emotional, mental, spiritual or physical boundaries. One of my other boundaries is regarding my own worth. I have learned that I will not compromise on my happiness as long as no one is being hurt due to them. Now I don't mean someone disagrees with your views, I mean I will not allow anyone to insult my disabilities by belittling them or dismissing them. My relationships because it's not the social norm, you do not get to demean it or even claim how it will affect the children. What goes on between adults stays between adults. My children. Their happiness and well-being is my first priority and I will not allow them to be around toxic or demeaning behaviour or people that just downright discriminate. I am not allowing my children to be raised around that. My work. What I do for work is my own choice and if you do not agree with it, or class it as real work, that is simply your problem. Any work I do is legal and consensual and is my right to do. Regardless what you think of it, it is my choice. I also like to make it clear, no matter who someone is to you, everyone has a right to feel safe, secure and content, as long as they're not violating others. You can cut whoever brings you down out, or if you can't for whatever reason, you can greystone them. Please Google that, it helps with narcissists and abusers. Boundaries will change and grow, but your core boundaries should always be respected. I will finish this off with a poem about boundaries I found by Emily Maddell, I hope I pronounced that right, an author and certified professional life coach called Your Right to a Healthy Boundary. These walls weren't built to keep you out. These walls were a reflection of self-love. A shift beyond instant self-doubt, it is never about the other past crossing can be viewed as a gift. The journey is for becoming, for seeing inner truth and honouring self-worth. When enveloping in light of the most loving kind, worn and weathered paths may no longer intertwine. New opportunities for growth will undoubtedly appear. Fear not the storm before you, tethered to your core, when the desire for your walls come near. Remember, personal happiness is yours to create and define. Embrace your healthy boundaries. Say yes to love, your right to shine. Well, I don't know about you, but that was a deep episode. I hope you all enjoy it. Please feel free to engage with me on my social media links or my profile. 
stay healthy and loved. That's all for myself. Please have a beautiful day. <laughs> Here we go.